Due to some graphic violence, viewer discretion is advised. Dateline Barsoom. This is Herbo Gooley of the Barsoomian Blade News Service, reporting to you via Gridley Wave from the Great Tenolian Marsh. Just arriving is Thuvia, Princess of Tarth, who has been called here to consult with local wildlife officials on a developing crisis. Princess, can you tell us what's happening? Well, there are about 100 hungry bats camped out beneath the tree, Herbo. What are they doing? Drooling. Why are they beneath this particular tree, Princess? They're just waiting for one of those crazy Jasumians to fall out. Have the crazy Jasumians been identified? They're members of a film crew shooting a documentary about my father-in-law. Your father-in-law, of course, is the warlord, John Carter, also a crazy Jasumian. That's right, Herbo. Well, I don't think he's crazy. Tell me, Princess Thuvia, why won't John Carter return phone calls from Blade reporters? He wasn't very happy with that last story about his fling with the palace intern. Hey, news is news. He thought about executing your editor, but Deja Thoris talked him out of it. She likes to read the horoscopes. My leg is off! There goes another one of those crazy Jasumians. That's gotta hurt. Well, that's the news from the Tenolian Marsh. Deja Thoris reads the Barsoomian Blade horoscopes, and you should too. Pick up a copy at your local newsstand. Now that's just nasty. Jasumians don't bend very well. This is Herbo Gooley of the Barsoomian Blade, kicking it now to Dateline Jasum on the Gridley Wave Network. Thank you, Princess. You're welcome. Do you want me to do the Gomery twang? This is John Carter, Warlord of Barsoom, husband of the most beautiful woman of two worlds, Deja Thoris. And Dateline Jasum is next on the Gridley Wave Network. Dateline Jasum. On tape delay from the Barsoomian Blade Bureau in Chicago, Illinois. This is the Panthen Press Podcast for fans of Edgar Rice Burroughs and Pulp Adventure. I'm your host, Elmo, and welcome to our third show, the Barsoom Edition. A very old man. How old, I do not know. It is possible I am a hundred, maybe more. I cannot tell, because I have never aged as other men do. So far as I can remember, 
I have always been a man of about thirty. I appear today as I did forty years ago. Yet, I feel that I cannot go on living forever. Someday, I will die the real death from which there is no escape. Every Burroughs fan recognizes that passage from the opening page of A Princess of Mars, John Carter's story of his past history, which even he does not know much about. That narration is from the Voice of America version of A Princess of Mars, which they produced for their American Stories program. You can find the entire hour-long show that they produced on Bill Hillman's Herbzine.com website. I just wanted to use that opening clip uh, to open Dateline Jasum this week, because Barsoom is my favorite world that Burroughs created, and I wanted to devote a little bit of time this week uh, to Barsoom, just because it's my favorite, and, and Tarzan seems to get all the all the press, I guess you could say, uh, as compared to John Carter. But John Carter is my guy, and if he's your guy too, then this is the show for you. Steve Ryan came up with a song for John Carter and Barsoom that I'm going to get to right now because I really like it. He used uh, a couple clips from that American Stories broadcast that uh, I think really fits real good into a Steve mix. So, here you go. My name is John Carter. citizens does your nose run and do your feet smell you could be the another victim of a synthetic man experiment that failed thanks to rastavis so-called mastermind of mars here at the tunolian legal aid bureau we can help you under tunol's artificial life protection laws you could be in for a tidy sum in reparations don't be fooled by propaganda from the warlord's office that barsoom has no lawyers we're there for you. If you have a transmitter, you have a lawyer. Not valid in Helium, Zodanga, and Gathal. Certain restrictions apply. You must be a synthetic man and provide proof of that number. Just so you know, 
advertisements on Dateline Jassoom are not necessarily endorsed by Dateline Jassoom. We just take their money. Hello out there. This is Andy Jason Gridley Nunez, and you're listening to Dateline Jassoom. Okay, guys, um, there's slight technical difficulties with this interview with uh, the Jeddak of the North, Bill Hillman, uh, webjed at herbzine.com, and about a, a, a thousand other boroughs' websites. But uh, it's all on my end, and I know how to fix it for the next show. But just uh, put up with a, uh, a little bit of an echo on his end in this interview. Of course, it may have something to do with when he does these interviews with Dateline Jessum, he's sitting on top the Guardian of the North, the Magnetic Tower. So maybe there's some feedback there or something. I don't know. Bill, welcome back to Dateline Jessum. Why don't you give us a little update on where things stand with the movie John Carter of Mars? Well, it, this project goes back decades, I guess, as, as everyone knows. But uh, uh, for a while, Rodriguez was on board and... We lost him, and then, and then Conran came on and, and was doing some great stuff, and then it sort of died, and and uh, now John Favreau is, is on board, and it's still sort of just uh, treading water, I think. I had been kind of excited about Kerry Conran after just seeing the look of Sky Captain. What did you think? Yeah, I, I was really excited as well, and. Uh, uh, you know, they, they did a, a marvelous presentation to uh, uh, to Paramount, to the heads, and to a few other people. And, and Danton Burles was at the presentation. And they, they handed out a, just a fantastic package, uh, like a, maybe, a, I think, a seven-minute video. And, and uh, they had models all over the place. And, and uh, the art was fantastic and the soundtrack. Uh, I, I know Danton has the DVD in... Uh, in the Eurobank offices, and boy, if we can get hold of that for a, a future Dum Dum, be quite a treat. Boy, it's just full of CGI effects and and art and sound, and I know he he was blown away by it. It it, it was Barsoom. Now, whether or not uh, Favreau can come up with with the same kind of thing, I don't know because they've started from scratch and uh, they've sort of thrown out all that other pre-production. What more specifically do you know about the kinds of scenes that were shot? You know, I, I haven't seen uh, the uh, the thing. I, I, as soon as I get down to Tarzana, I'm looking forward to, to seeing it. But uh, as far as I uh, I can tell, it was a cross section of of uh, tharks and flyers and fights and, and the the scenery in the cities and and just a condensed version of, of what could be expected. In one of his latest interviews that I was reading, Favreau does not seem entirely certain that this movie is going to happen. No, it hasn't been sold yet. Uh, the, you know, the head honchos definitely haven't been sold on it. And, and of course, you know, it's a multi-million dollar project. Uh, it's quite a commitment. And it, it's, it's a very difficult uh, project. What do you picture when you think of a Barsoom movie? Is there a particular artist from over the years that pops into your mind, or or how do you see the movie in your head? Well, you know, there have been so many great ones, uh, and uh, I 
I, I'd like to draw from all of them, I think, uh, starting with J.L. and St. John or Schoonover, and, uh, and even some of the... Uh, John Coleman Burroughs stuff, and I'm a real Frazetta freak. I, I like I like his stuff, but, but there's a pile of other other great ones, and uh, I I just want to see a lot of a lot of uh, great scenery, colorful stuff. How about a time frame? John Carter needs to be a Civil War captain, right? Yeah, I agree. I, I think that that's where it belongs for sure. Just adds to the the whole aura of it, I think. Well, my first exposure was the uh, 1952 comic with, I think uh, John Carter was uh, was in World War II. <laughs> but but uh, you know you can't beat the original. That that was fantastic. What are some of the elements of the book A Princess of Mars that you want to see in the movie? For example, to me the friendship and the bond between John Carter and Tars Tarkas is really important. I think we can expect that. I think any any screenwriter would would really relish that. Would really take off with it. And and the Sola thing I think as well would would uh, be really popular to work that, that love affair in and so on. Uh between her her parents. You have to have Wula too. Kids would love Wula and the merchandising is fantastic and all that has to be considered. And we have to have some epic battle scenes. Uh, I'm thinking Spartacus, Braveheart type stuff. Yeah, it's all been done, and uh, I'm sure it can be done again uh, with a slightly different flavor. So I, I think th- that would be a vital part of it. How, how, how would you see the airships? Uh, just as written? The flyers? I've always pictured them as giant sailing ships of the air. Far in the distance, I could see the airships. They were firing large guns at the Green Warriors. I heard huge explosions. The Green Warriors were firing back with their deadly rifles. The air was filled with the sound of violent battle. Suddenly, a huge airship exploded. It came down, crashing near me. Red Martians were falling from the side of the huge ship, and then it exploded again. I guess I'm picturing J. Allen St. John. Yeah, that was really my first exposure to them, and I, 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 I'd love to see that. I don't want them all jazzed up and modernized, zooming jets and stuff. What else do you have coming up on the Herbzine website? Well, coming soon is is a is a fantastic novel by a guy named Elmo, uh, a reprint of uh, Princess of Jasum. That's coming up in a few weeks, right after uh, the uh, Dan Valdron's Torikar of Mars uh, winds down. Well, I think by now anyone who has wanted to read A Princess of Jasum has probably read it. It's been floating around the internet uh, for quite a long time. But I really appreciate you posting that story. And uh, But I would direct any fan fiction readers to Torkar of Mars. That just looks to be a fantastic take on Barsoom. And I'm glad you, uh, Den wrote it and I'm glad you posted it. He's got about 10 more chapters. It, it ends with uh, chapter 53. 
but it it's a huge body of work man it's a it's a hundred thousand word novel and uh, 53 chapters it's a and it's got a nice surprise ending and uh, all the elements of uh, ERB well that just sounds great stay warm up there in Okar are you still sitting on top of the magnetic tower yeah it's uh, it's, it's drafty up here I've got to crawl inside I'm starting to shiver Okay, you better do that. Uh, thank you, Jetic of the North, and I will be talking to you in a couple weeks. Okay. All right, we have uh, just a couple of emails I wanted to get to. I just wanted to, to mention a couple of emails I've gotten. Uh, the first is from uh, someone who belongs to the Herbalist mailing list, uh, Princess of Helium. And uh, she wrote uh, that she always enjoyed uh, the articles on the Barsoomian Blade, and she hopes our future news releases and gossip are as creative and entertaining. Uh, she says, I will follow with interest news of Favreau's crew on Barsoom and hope they will get some good film footage in the can before the whole crew is decimated. <laughs> well, not everyone, I, I think uh, I heard from Herbo Gulia, not everyone uh, was eaten by Banths. So they are still on Barsoom, still filming the documentary about John Carter. Uh, although, according to Bill, it's a little iffy whether or not uh, anyone's going to buy that. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, we will keep bringing you updates about John Favreau and his team on Barsoom. And uh, Princess, thanks for listening. I really appreciate that email. Um, I got another email from uh, the Time Traveler, who is not really uh, a huge Burroughs fan, but he said that he was searching for pulp podcasts in general. And uh, he says there's nothing really out there except uh, for Dateline Jassoom, which is sort of the reason that I started Dateline Jassoom, because I myself was looking for podcasts having to do with Pulp Fiction and, and Burroughs in, in particular, and I didn't find anything out there. So I thought there was uh, maybe an audience for Dateline Jassoom. And he asks, what would I like to hear on the show? He says, I'm not the hugest Herb fan. I've read maybe 10 of his books and certainly enjoyed them. I would love to hear the inside stories of ERB's works, many of the stories that are probably common to the huge fan, but ones a casual fan wouldn't know. I love to know about. How about reviews of his works? Hmm. I, I thought about doing some reviews, but I'm not sure in sort of the... The limited format of Dateline Jassoom, I'm, I'm trying to keep this to a 15-minute show, and I'm, I'm going over again this week, but I'm not sure if, if reviews really fit on Dateline Jassoom. There are many, many uh, resources to get reviews of Burroughs' books. First place to start is uh, Bill Hillman's site, herbzine.com, and uh, beyond that... Uh, Email me and I can send you to some other places. One other comment the, the time traveler makes. Another thing. I've got young children and I have to watch Disney's Tarzan movies almost daily. They love it. And I like some aspects of them. How do the diehard fans feel about these Disneyized versions? 
Well, in 1999, when Disney's Tarzan opened, the Dum Dum convention for Burroughs fans was held in Tarzana, California. And the nearby Disney studio opened up its doors for a sneak preview of Disney's Tarzan for the fans. And first of all, I have to give them credit for letting in probably the harshest critics uh, to see an advanced version of their movie. And when it was over, I don't think we did, but I felt like standing up and and giving a a standing ovation to the movie because you're right, Time Traveler. They got some things really right, and I appreciated that they did that. Um, They got a a lot of stuff wrong (laughs) that I didn't like too much, but for the most part, I thought it was one of the best Tarzan movies ever made. And uh, I'm going to talk a lot more about the Disney Tarzan and various Tarzan movies over the course of Dateline Jassoom. But uh, I would say the diehard fans pretty much like Disney's Tarzan. That's the warning signal that we may be veering slightly off topic here. But I think this TV show is an example of modern pulp adventure, and this week it just blew me away. Due to some graphic violence, viewer discretion is advised. Previously on 24. I think he tried to deploy nerve gas throughout the building. Order an evacuation. Code 6! Everybody out! Go! Go! Jack, I have Kim with me. Stay with her. I'm on my way. Make sure Burke has Henderson out of here as fast as he can. All right, I'm on a double. We'll be right back. Look, Holy, what's going on? Edgar, get out of the building now! She said now, Edgar! Oh, no. few seconds, the silent countdown, the ultimate tribute on 24. Edgar was one of my favorite characters, and I was sorry to see him go. The overweight, geeky computer dude, he didn't make it to the safe room in time. 24 is just, uh, is just killing me this season. But maybe to get discussion of this show a little bit back on topic, Its nature is very similar to the way Burroughs wrote, in sort of that cliffhanger, edge-of-your-seat, hair-on-fire style that we all really love. I I just really like this show, and it's just nonstop action. And Jack Bauer, man, he he will do what it takes to stop the damn terrorists. Chloe... That's it for this 
overlong edition of Dateline Jassoom. I'd like to thank my partner, Tarna, for uh, playing the part of Thuvia earlier in the show. And I'd also like to thank Andy Nunez for sending us another really cool little bit for the show. I'd like to thank Bill Hillman, the Jetic of the North, for his regular interview. And uh, our two emailers today. I'd also like to thank the Podsafe Music Network for, again, providing the little incidental music to go along with the show. And, Steve Ryan, thank you for the John Carter mix that you sent. Uh, Dude, you got to send us some more stuff. I really like it. I'll talk to you in two weeks. This is Elmo from the Barsoomian Blade Bureau in Chicago, signing off. (laughs) Oh, my God.